What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have some some new things, as always. I don't know why I start by saying that, but it's it's just a habit, I guess. But Yadi Molina is going to re-sign with the Cardinals. This was inevitable. Nobody could imagine Yadi playing anywhere else. He even said that he considered retiring if he didn't get a deal that he liked. And reading between the lines, he meant a deal with the Cardinals. He's going to be going back. I mean, the Cardinals took a while to kick their offseason into gear, but they did it, you know, starting in like late January when they re-signed Adam Wainwright. They traded for Nolan Arenado. Now they bring back Wainwright's battery mate, Yadi Molina. It's a one-year deal worth $9 million. And, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's probably a future Hall of Famer. He's been a Cardinal dating back to the 2000 draft. They took him in the fourth round, and he debuted in the majors in 2004. He's been with the Cardinals his entire career. He's about to be 39 years old, but he's a clubhouse leader, and everyone really loves him in St. Louis. And it, it made no sense to see him play anywhere else. But he's going to be the number one catcher. I mean, putting the sentiment aside, he's he's going to be their starting catcher. He's not the star he was earlier in his career, but I mean, he did hit 262 with 303 on base of 359 slugging and 156 plate appearances last season and throwing out an eye-popping 45% of would-be base stealers. So the bat is passable for a catcher, but that that arm behind the plate, you know, the the defensive value he brings is still top of the line. And he's going to once again mentor a younger Cardinals catcher, Andrew Kisner. During the upcoming campaign, because Andrew Kisner will probably be the next catcher once Yadi retires. Who knows? Yadi might retire at the end of this season. But now that Yadi's off the open market, that takes away another option at catcher. And at this point, there aren't really any starting caliber free agent catchers anymore. And um, yeah, so he goes back to St. Louis on a one year, $9 million deal. There will not be a universal DH. In 2021, that has been confirmed. Major League Baseball and MLBPA have reached a deal on health and safety protocols. So some of the things that we're going to have, uh, we're still going to have the seven inning double headers. We're still going to have the runner on second base in extra innings. But Universal DH is going to be gone. So National League pitchers are still going to have to hit this year for at least another season. It was fun in 2020, but for 2021, there was no agreement on that. And... Um, it's going to, I mean, if everything stands right now, we're going to see spring training begin on February 17th, which is just around the corner, and opening day on April 1st for a full 162-game season with a 10-team playoff, a regular 10-team playoff, so no expanded playoffs this year. It's going to be a 26-man roster that expands to 28 in September, um, but that's not confirmed yet. The roster thing is not confirmed. That was just reported last night. Um but that's something that that um, that we expect to see. In other news, the Angels and Shohei Otani have avoided arbitration by agreeing to a two-year extension, two years, eight and a half million dollars for Shohei Otani, and he's going to earn three million in 2021, five and a half million in 2022. And um, I mean, Otani is a really talented player. I mean, he's still something of a question mark through three seasons, but he's shown signs of why he's such a sought-after player. He was AL Rookie of the Year, 
And then obviously, you know, Tommy John sidelined him uh, as far as pitching goes. Um, and, you know, with the bat, he's been he's been good at times. You know, he was a DH in 2019 where he was really good, but then he struggled in 175 play appearances in 2020. So, um, I mean, I think with Otani, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, he's going to be a really good hitter. Um, but how long can he continue to be a two-way player? I don't know. Um, some people think his ceiling is higher on the mound, and you, if you just make him a pitcher only, then he could he could stick in the league longer. Is what a lot of people believe. But that's that, that's neither here nor there. The Mets have agreed to sign Jonathan VR, the infielder Jonathan VR, who was recently with the Blue Jays. It's a one-year major league deal worth three point five five million dollars with some incentives in there. But um. Yeah, I mean, the Mets went out and got another infielder, even though they have a full infield and a crowded outfield as well. But VR gives them, you know, some speed as a super utility guy who can bounce around multiple spots on the diamond. He spent the mo like the bulk of his career at shortstop and second base, but he's also got some action at third base, center, and left. The Marlins actually originally planned to use him as their primary center fielder last year when they got him from the Orioles. But the team's early COVID outbreak kind of threw the roster into a state of chaos and VR found his way back to the infield. 2020 was a pretty ugly season for VR. I mean, he underwhelmed in Miami before he completely cratered in a 22-game stint with Toronto. His overall batting line last season was pretty disastrous. But his track record prior to that was generally solid. I mean, his overall line for last year was 232 for his average 301 for his on base, 292 for his slugging. So not too not too great. But this is someone who can steal bases. And um I mean, he was like the best player on I mean, he was the best player on a pretty lousy Orioles team in 2019, where he hit 274 with 24 home runs and 40 stolen bases. So there's some clear power speed upside with VR, who's also a switch hitter. He doesn't play one position particularly well, but he can fill a variety of spots on the diamond. And he can deepen a much improved Mets roster in 2021. So, yeah, I mean, you, you could see him maybe stepping into an everyday role if there was like an injury to Jeff McNeil, Lindor or J.D. Davis. But for now, you, you see him on the bench. He's a bench piece for the Mets. So, yeah, that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.